And welcome to Bagged and Boarded. I am Matt Cohen. Uh, I'm doing a podcast, weirdly enough, because that's not really a thing I do much anymore, but that's changing up. Uh, It's a new season, guys. It's spring, a time of rebirth, a time of pagan rituals made Christian, a time of bunny rabbits and chocolate fondue. I don't know where that came from. Uh, What's going on? I am joined by uh, what some would call a man of note, what most would call that guy that Matt does stuff with, and he's wearing a Jedi Academy hat. But the eye, uh, who design flaw on that Disney Disneyland hat. The eye is too so a Jedi is uh, in blue, right? But the eye is too close to the black patch behind it, so it looks like it says Jed. Am I right? Okay, get on the mic and say that. Am I right? Nah. Okay. It's Sean DePasquale. Hey, everybody. Did I get it right? I don't know. I didn't listen. DePasquale. DePasquale. Fuck me. We'll never get it. We're on to week 10 of not getting it. So Uh, when you said it's a new season, did you mean a new season of the show? What? No. Like, this is our, what season is this? Oh, is this your 17th season? If this were a season, I'm not, not going by year. How many episodes have you done? Total. This is like 160 something. Yeah. So you got to figure out how many episodes per season and then divide that by 160 or whatever. I mean, are we taking the average or are we taking the fact that I did one episode a week for two and a half, three years and then did five podcasts? We're going to try to do the average. Uh, I don't really care to actually I want to know. I'm going to figure it out right now. Let's say it's 166. Let's say you did 12 episodes a season. And Sean. This is your 14th season. All right. Welcome to season 14 of Bagged and Boarded, everyone. We made it. Are we, are we in that sweet syndication money yet? Oh, we're way beyond that. We're in like Cheers money. And by we, I mean me only. Yeah, you're in like Cheers money oh. or even MASH sweet. or Simpsons. You mean I can be as rich as... Uh, MASH. No, I, Hawkeye. Want, I wanted to pick a specific person. Hawkeye. The guy who played Coach on Cheers who's now dead. Coach is dead? Years ago. Coach from Coach or Coach from Cheers? Coach from Cheers oh. died on the second season of Cheers, I think. That's why they brought in Woody and everyone. Yeah, you're right. Uh, coach from Coach? Still alive. Still kicking. Making a comeback. Craig T. Nelson, is he? Well, I mean, I guess. What's he been in lately? Uh, oh, was he? Parenthood. Was he in the... He was on Parenthood. Oh, was he on Parenthood? Mm-hmm. Every every episode? For the most part. I mean, was he the lead was, of Parenthood? The male lead? There was no melee. It was okay, an ensemble. Was pa- it was an ensemble series about a family, was and he, he played. He played the grandfather of this of the Bravermans, and he was on basically every episode. I mean, who was he the father of? He was the father of actors or characters. Actor. He was the father of Peter Krause, and I don't know who that is. Uh, well, he was the other lead of the show. All and right. He, I mean, he was the father of the leads. Maybe that's why I didn't father of the leads. Yes, yeah, the, the third, third part to Father, Father of the, of the Bride. Bride. Yeah. Father of the Bride. I hope they bring back uh, Martin Steve. Serge. No, what was his name? Oh. <laughs> the, the Martin, Sergey? Martin Short? <coughs> it's not Sergey. I'm, I think I'm, I'm confusing Bronson Pinshot and Beverly Hills Cop. What is the name Sarge. of the, the gay uh, wedding planner in the Father of the Bride movies? Uh, Which is probably the best part of those movies. I mean, the best part of those movies is how heartfelt they are. Because it's about a man who's got a daughter, Yep, doesn't want to let her go, lets no. her go. Mm-hmm. Second movie, that daughter is having a baby? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yep. And She's going to become a fa- mother. Father of the Bride 2? Yeah. Mm, I saw that in theaters. <laughs> I remember. I saw... I remember when Steve Martin I, had movies in theaters. Kids, I, this was a long time ago. I saw both Three Men and a Little Baby movies in theaters. I have never seen either one. 
Oh, you're missing in out. In general. Oh, you're missing in out. In general. Big you know time. what? Excuse me. I've seen Big three time. I've seen Three Men and a Little Lady. Terrible. And I saw that in theater. You gotta see the first one to understand where the character arcs took them. Let's go through let's go through more completely forgettable, horrible movies Ooh, that we saw in theater. This is just like going through anything on my Netflix queue right now. Okay, wait, hold all on. All is up there is horrible, 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 horrible. I'm going films. I'm going more obscure than that. I remember vividly seeing the following films in theaters. Films you may not know exist. Curly Sue. Holy Matt Matt is throwing off his headphones. He is run into the other room. He's doing a lap around his living room. He's done another lap. He's now run out the front door. He's back in the front door, ladies and gentlemen. He did some kind of crazy victory lap, all because I said, yeah, Sean, I saw Curly Sue in theaters. I was going to say Curly Sue. That was going to be the movie that, that you were my first going to say? That was going to be my... <laughs> Sean, my first movie was going to be Curly Sue. My second movie was going to be Mr. Wrong. Curly Sue is the movie that started me on this line of conversation so I could bring that up. Why did... We just became best friends. Why did... <laughs> we're going to start a band. Why did Three Men and a Little Lady remind both of us of Curly Sue? Because the girl had red curly hair. I thought of Curly Sue because you started to mention movies that people wouldn't remember that we saw in theater for some random reason. And Curly Sue's always the one that comes to mind for me Curly because Sue, I lost the tooth. so fucking funny, dude. I lost the tooth. In you know movie. what? I'll go one step further. I must have been eight years old. Loved it. Yeah. No problems with it. My only problem is I lost a tooth in that movie. Is it like a baby tooth? Bill Murray? remember if it's bill murray let's dude. check this out also folks could be bill murray uh, i'm gonna try something hey neat. listen if you think it's bill murray call in right now i'm gonna no no actually in terms of live interaction sean i'm about to do the first live thing well we're not right now but oh, this is gonna be a disaster i'm gonna meerkat for a moment so i mean it does You're this doesn't what, affect, what yeah exactly get with the times grandpa no get with the times jet academy no i'm a i'm afraid it's way better it's way better than <laughs> it's way better than what it wasn't uh bill murray it was, it was, I see how I confused it. It was, um, uh, Jim Belushi. <laughs> it was Jim Belushi. It was Jim Belushi <laughs> and a little curly haired girl named and, Curly Sue. Uh, in real you, life too. Do you remember what Mr. Wrong was? Mr. Wrong was with Ellen DeGeneres. And Bill Pullman. And I must yes. have been like 10 years was old. Was it Bill Pullman? Yeah. I remember I must have been like ten years old, and I remember uh, I leave. I saw it with my mom, and after we left the movie, she was like, "That was the worst on-screen chemistry <laughs> I've ever seen between a man and a woman in my life." <clears throat> yeah. And then a couple years later, Ellen was kissing all these girls. What was I to make of it? Um, that's so fucking crazy. You said Curly Sue, dude. Curly Sue. Holy shit, Curly Sue forever. Uh, I should. I wonder if that holds up. It probably okay, doesn't not, it, hold up for us as adults, but. I bet you if you showed it to a kid around the same age as we were when we saw it, it would hold up. I have a fairly fine. photographic... If be uh, a little dated. I have a fairly photographic memory, so not only do I remember like most of the movies I saw in theaters, I remember who I was with and actually what theater most of the time, weirdly enough. I remember vividly I saw at the Bethpage 3 with my dad the movie Virus. I don't remember Virus. Jamie Lee Curtis on a boat. There's an alien monster, maybe Ethan Hawke. Jamie Lee Curtis on a boat, yeah, fighting in horror movie. Alien, fighting Never monsters, yeah. Never it's called saw Virus. It. Not particularly. Is it on good. Netflix? Uh, not right now. It it has been though. There's nothing I want to watch. Uh, vam for a minute. I'm gonna set up this mirror cat. Go for it. What is a mirror cat? Okay, wait. You're doing that, and I'm supposed to vamp. So let me. No, no, Guess what a mirror cat is. I'm going to tell you what I think it is, and then we'll find out when Matt reveals to the world what this new technology is. Now, if I had to guess, I would break down first mirror and then cat. Mirror sounds like mirror, so I'm assuming this is something that has to do with reflections. And cat, now, it could be C-A-T, but that doesn't make any sense. So what I'm thinking it is, is it's K-A-T, and this involves Kit Kats. Well, Sean... Both Kit Kats and mirrors. The world now knows. Meerkat, it, like Periscope, another app that just came out, is a live streaming app from your phone. What? 
So for instance, we're on TV. We're on Twitter, and anyone. So I just tweeted out a link. We're on it, TV right now. I just tweeted out a link. No one's watching, so it doesn't matter. I just tweeted out a link that said "recording bag aborted right now." Watch Hi, live for a little bit, and now we're recording you. Hi mom. And you could you could flip it back and forth, and we can pop it on me for a minute. You know what I mean? Still, no one watching because no one cares about me. But we'll we'll keep it up for a little bit. Let's so wait. Now podcast. can we get back to the poll that we were going to do originally? What was the poll? Wait, 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 wait. There's more movies. That's why you started to get on Meerkat, though. What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, what poll? Think of a poll. <laughs> is Bill Murray is Bill Murray in Curly Zoo? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with no. All right, let's hear from the audience. Audience? All right, no one's watching, so, All right, so one good. win, one no wins it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about this? What about movies? Let's let's talk about movies this week, man. Let's not do any silly voices, even though that's not us doing that. Those are friends of ours and guests of the show who pop in. Yeah, I've never done a silly voice. On never. This. In my oh wait, life. let me try to do a silly voice okay, right now. Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> well, hello there, Matt. I'm a new character called um, uh, Fix It Joe. Hey. Well, hi, Fix It Joe. I'm here to fix things and stuff. How's that? Uh, award breaking. That's an award breaking character, Sean. Oh my god, that award that you have just broke. And it's record winning. <laughs> you just won a record. Oh, it's Poco. Oh, yeah, I like Poco. Mm. You don't? You know Poco? Mm. Yeah, I don't love it. I would have rather won like a Doors record. Well, sorry. I'm just saying. You like the Doors? Yeah. Eh. On vinyl. Couldn't care for it. You didn't. Couldn't care for couldn't, it. Couldn't care for it. Huh? Nope. When tried I was, to care. When I was alive and they were making music. I, I was like, ugh. Eh. I'm going to try to care. You just said, when I was alive. When I was alive. Oh, oh, oh. I just revealed a little too much. You guys, this is a bag of boarded exclusive. Matt, are you dead? Uh, undead. Hmm. Wow. Like vampire undead or zombie undead? Uh, like Matt Cohen undead, okay? Here, basically, here's what happened. You're stoned. No, do you want me to, do you want me to tell Is there the a story? real, like... Do you yeah. want me to tell the story or not? Yeah. Okay. Walking along. <laughs> minding my business and only my business. Yeah. Okay? MYOB. Head in the clouds. I'm a dreamer. So I'm looking up at the clouds all the time, trying mm -hmm. to find shapes, trying to find messages from the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was walking along, staring at the clouds, <laughs> not looking at intersections or red lights, just staring exclusively, head craned up at that sky. Looking for Illuminati messages in the waiting, clouds. Waiting for it to say, Helter Skelter is a go. Helter Skelter is a go. All right. I want to, I wanted to see clouds that said that. Okay. Like, like, um, and I wasn't going to take skywriting because one time someone skywrited or wrote Helter Skelter is a go. <gasps> We got two people watching. Sean. Oh, no. This is what Sean looks like. This is what my dog looks like. Look we got his butthole. We can't entertain. <laughs> Sean, this is, a, this is an audio medium, and we already lost one, one viewer. Oh. So we're just going to keep it tuned on Matt Cohen, because that's what they come for. And we're going to forget it's on, man, and we're just going to podcast. I don't okay? remember. I can't forget. Uh, never forget. <laughs> um, what were we just talking about, friend? Um, I'm going to turn this goddamn meerkat off in a minute. It's distracting us. It's distracting us too much. We were talking, we were just having an excellent conversation, actually, about, oh man, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, laws and physics. All right, here, let's just skip. I want to talk about, oh, we were doing voices. No, and then after that, we were talking about something else. Well, it doesn't matter now, okay? Uh, let us talk about <laughs> Welcome to the world's most ADD podcast. Here, hold this on yourself. Uh, welcome to a subject I would like to talk about, which is another movie topic, Sean. Movies that you saw all the time as a kid, and in retrospect, <laughs> no, not that no one knows about them, yes, but no one gives a fuck about them. Okay. For instance, I loved One Fine Day so goddamn much as a child. Do you know that film? Yep, I loved it. George Clooney. George Clooney. Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. New York City. Uh, they eat it serendipity. The song in One Fine Day. Is that in that? Yeah. Here's another one for you. Fools Rush In. Love Starring Fools Rush Matt In. Matt Perry and Salma Hayek. Do you remember the paper with Michael Keaton? I don't. He was about, and Glenn Close, I I'm think. younger than They you. worked at a newspaper. I loved that movie for some reason. Don't it's remember that It's not particularly great, but like, I think it was a Ron Howard movie. 
They worked at a because newspaper. Because there was a time where, where like, right, I was not my arm. very discerning. There we go. That's of, fine. Uh, the movies I watched. Like, I would go basically see. <laughs> There's no one watching anyway. Okay, great. <laughs> I said we weren't going to talk about it. What? I said we weren't. It's Sunday, man. People got stuff to do. People are out. I'm just going to set it up on my dog for a while. People like the internet on the weekdays because it means they don't have to think about work. Well, here's a question for you. And I don't think your work particularly listens. <laughs> so uh, you watched seven episodes of Daredevil by the time you got home yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. Did you watch Daredevil at work? Oh, yeah. So you were at work watching Daredevil episodes? Yep. All right. Fair enough. Yep. How much? How much actual work got done? Oh, I didn't have anything to do yesterday. Like <clears throat> my my the the, the big trip was Saturday Boom. or Friday. Question. The big trip. You're a liar. The big uh the big trip that we had uh is over now. Sean so... worked for a company that puts on trips. Yeah, so there was nothing to to do. They went on a field well, trip. Well, we don't put on trips. We dose people and they take trips and we work to like, you know, be their guides and work them through it. And it, and, and and honestly, it's not like a drug thing so much as it's a, a psychological sort of healing. A yeah, yeah, I get healing. It. Sure, you know? sure. Uh, speaking of which, so I am, and, and I will not talk about it until this is over because I made a rule to myself, but I'm going to Europe this summer for a month. Um, in what I'm calling Eurovision Quest 2015, and of course I will do a podcast about it when it's done. But um, and maybe even some podcasting from Europe, which will never happen, not in a billion years, guys. But you should. I, what am I gonna do it on my fucking? Phone? I'll do it on my phone. You're not gonna bring your computer? Nope. Oh. I want to disconnect, bro. Why would I need my laptop? Yeah, man, do it on your phone, like. And just record podcasts while you're there. I mean, I have my... I can bring my Zoom, too. Or my yeah. H4N. You know what yeah. I mean? I did that to Japan, but I didn't use even it. Even if you just brought one mic with you so you could, like, record in your a room mic. at I night just, or whatever. I just need... Uh, yeah, I know what it is. That thing right there. I know what it is. Um, I think I'm pointing to that you can't hear, it, folks. It looks like Podcast a tricorder, quality. sort of. Or actually, it looks like the um, PKE meter. Yeah, from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Right? They know what it's from. Maybe, 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 maybe they don't. <laughs> you just turned into the Roadrunner. Mini, me, 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 me. <laughs> mini stroke <laughs> happens all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you another one. French kiss. Didn't like it. Sorry. He was alert. He, she was lactose intolerant, Meg Ryan. Um, Under Siege was a movie I watched like a bunch of times as a kid that's not particularly great, yeah, but, but like, people I like thought that. it was people amazing. Like that one. Um, what else did I watch a lot? I also had the ALF uh, TV movie and the Generation X TV movie on the same VHS tape that I had taped off of TV and I What's used to watch Generation X? Generation X was a comic book from the 90s. Like Chris Pachalo did it. It was like, it was like when they first sort of made the, the White Queen it was like working with a bunch of um, uh, mutant kids and stuff. Like, remember that dude's skin was from there? He was, like, super stretchy. He was a mutant. And I think Jubilee was on the team. It's a Marvel book? <clears throat> it was a Marvel book, yeah. And Fox did a direct-to-TV, like, adaptation called Generation X. It was a movie? It was a TV movie. Like a backdoor pilot. Starring Matt Fewer. Okay, from Lawnmower Man? And Max Hedrum. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, Matt Fewer. He's he, Malik, right? In Watchmen. Oh, I don't remember. All right. Uh, anyway... Disappointing. It was terrible, um, but I loved it. And then also the the Alf movie, which I'm sure you've seen. Never. I was too young for Alf. Project so Alf. I was too. I I remember Alf being on TV. Do you know my? You know what I associate with Alf? The show Empty Nest. Because he I showed up like, on Empty Nest once. No, I feel like they were on around the same time. And like Night Court. Yeah, that's, maybe. That's oh, like Night me Court. Don't even a, get me started on Night see, Court. See, that's like me being a six year old and not really. Do Can you know I do the theme about? right now to Night Court? Sure. Ding ding. There were aliens. There were aliens on that show, correct? Yep. It gets real weird. Oh, no, dude. Not just were there aliens, but there was one of the main characters was like the the like district attorney character, Dan. No, he was a guard. Dan was like the district attorney character, and at a certain point in the show, he started to hang out with a homeless person, 
And then it turned out that that homeless person was uh, related to a, like, had a twin brother who was a billionaire. And the homeless person died. And then the billionaire lost all his money and became homeless. And then at a certain point, the prosecutor dude fell in love with, like, the district attorney chick. Bull. And she refused to be with him. The black lady. He disappeared and started to become the, quote, Phantom of the Night Court for a three-episode arc in which he kidnapped her out of the Night Court and took her to the sewers below Night Court and wore a half-phantom mask and claimed to be the Phantom of the Night. That show was super weird. And then, yes, Bull was revealed to be an alien in the finale. Bull. Yeah. That's the only thing I remember from that show. Yeah, Bull. And then the only thing I remember Who did the voice of Bull? Did the voice of Two-Face? In the Batman the Animated Series. Really? Yep. What about Moose? Who's Moose? From Coach. What about him? What about him? Who did he voice? Yeah. What's he done? Oh, he was the voice of the main bad guy in Gem and the Holograms. He, is he really? He's also Tom Cullen in the Stand miniseries. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he is. Oh. M-O-O-N. That, that, spells, that spells bad casting. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they're making. They say they're making Dark Tower. Again. Yo, the dude who played oh, go ahead. Gladiator and Daredevil, yeah, would make a great. He that would be great casting for what? For uh, what's his name? Tom Collin. Yeah, M O O N. That spells moon. Tom Collin's like seven feet tall and blonde. That guy was like seven feet tall and bald. No, he's not. He's like fucking. He was very large. I didn't think he was yeah. particularly big. Spoiler alert, folks. Daredevil's. I wanted to. I wanted this entire episode to be me and Sean. Deconstructing Daredevil, breaking it down, telling about all the Easter eggs. I don't think there's enough time has passed. Was my argument. You're a big puss. Uh, listen, I think if Daredevil, spoiler here, alert, I think if Daredevil were here, he'd hit you in the face. I don't think he would do that. He might. He's blind. He doesn't know what he's aiming for. He knows exactly what he's aiming for. Did you watch the show? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Ben Affleck. Uh, hey. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, he's got he's got to go into that deprivation tank Coolio. because the world is too loud for his baby ears. I watched the director's edition with Coolio with an extended Coolio played Coolio. Turk. Oh, he was Turk. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, not not great, but okay. You missed it. You missed a golden opportunity. Huh? Say that again. Turk. No. Go. Oh, he played Turk. Oh, he played Turk. Then what'd you say? Cool. Eo. Whatever. It's not an opportunity. That's a terrible, terrible, terrible. I'm sure he takes it every time he hears the word cool. I bet you he does not do that. What do you think he does in general? I mean, I think he's got a family and stuff, dude. Yeah? Yeah. You think he's still got the cornrows? They're probably like, daddy, and he's like, oh. You think he's still got the cornrows? Yeah. Do you think he raps still? At night to put his kids to bed. (laughs) That's how he puts them to sleep at night. He's I, like, it's time for bed. You gotta go to sleep. That's oh my, my god! That's my Coolio impression, dude. That was. Wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, I bed, was like, I figured out what Coolio it's, does. It's He's in my bed, room. You gotta go to sleep. You're very tired, little Coolio children. Everyone remembers yeah. Coolio was a famous singer, <laughs> famous R and B singer. <laughs> um, I like the concept that whatever you do as a profession is how you put your children to sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen King used to, you know, read bedtime stories to little uh, King Jr. But, like, if you're a boxer, you just punch <laughs> them out. You punch them into unconsciousness every night. <laughs> or if you're an anesthesiologist. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah, list goes absolutely. on absolutely. Name a profession. I'll tell you how they put their kid to sleep. Dentist. Uh, I mean, nitrous oxide. <laughs> anesthesiologist. Uh, bodyguard. Uh, that's a good one. Thank you. They... Protect them so they feel a, se- a sense of well-being and they drift off to sleep naturally. Wrong. They put a bullet in their chest. Aim for the center mass. Next, Next question. They're bodyguarding their... Ch- I think... A bo- I think Aim for the center mass. I think the majority of a bodyguard's day is spent protecting rather than... It's on the defensive rather than the offensive, Sean. It depends who they're protecting. No bodyguard in the world just shoots people all day. <laughs> what about Wilson Fisk's bodyguards? You said we weren't talking about Daredevil. I didn't spoil anything. I said I wouldn't want to spoil Daredevil. I can reference it. Mm. It's in the lexicon now. You know what I watched? People have watched it. Speak- My mom watched the first episode. Speaking of bodyguards, you know what I watched last night? The bodyguard? Nope. 
It doesn't even have anything to do with bodyguards. Blue check. It doesn't have anything to do with bodyguards, actually. I watched. I had a fun thing last night. Netflix is fucking, Babe Pig in the City. Netflix has sucked lately. Oh, it's. Would you agree? Yeah, hundred percent. Other than other than their original shows, which we were, like, Daredevil's the best. You thing did ever. listen. It's. It's Netflix outside of their original series used to have at least like a cycle of movies that you could watch or be like, oh, I'll add that to my queue. Like right now, it's all direct to video. It seems like they stopped adding um, major theatrical releases, like recent theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 a majority of direct to DVD stuff I've never heard of, right? right. Or TV like shows. old shitty movies, right? And imported TV shows, random fucking movies. Uh huh. So so it's been tough lately finding stuff to watch. So I found myself watching like garbage on purpose because there's nothing else. Like I watched four Leprechaun movies one night. Leprechaun the, the best four. The order went like this. Leprechaun 6, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 4, Leprechaun 5. <clears throat> I started with 6 because I read Leprechaun Hood and I was like, "Oh, this is Leprechaun in the Hood. I've never seen it." But it's not. It. it was Back to back the Hood. Back to the Hood. Yeah. Which is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rank those movies on a on on a, on a scale of b- best to worst. Okay, Leprechaun in the Hood, best one. Yes. Okay. Leprechaun Three, which is like Vegas, I guess. Yeah. Leprechaun Back to the Hood, Leprechaun in Space, worst one. Oh my god, it's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It doesn't even make any sense for the franchise. Better or worse than Jason in Space? Uh, way worse. Every Jason, any the worst Jason movie is better than the best Leprechaun movie. Yeah, that's true. Leprechaun's like, stupid. Conceptually, <laughs> better or worse than Jason in Space? Because I thought Jason in Space was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. Like, it was very stupid. What do you think the fucking Leprechaun movies are? But also very stupid. I'm just wondering if oh. it was conceptually, like... Who, I think Jason and... I think the concept of Jason going to space it, is you less, buy that less stupid than, than the Leprechaun. of the Leprechaun going anywhere. <laughs> Here's the, here's Wasn't the, it because he someone stole his gold dude, in space? Dude, he always gets his he he gets to a place. They stole my gold. Has his gold, walks away from it. That motherfucker wants people to steal his gold so he can kill them. I swear to God, I watched four of those movies. At any point, he could get his gold and bounce. Like um, he'll trick people into taking his gold. Yeah, so time. he can fuck with them. He's just. In, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Jason. Oh, hey, Matt Cohen, it's me, Irish Flash. I just want to say that I find the portrayal of Irish people in the Leprechaun movies highly offensive. Dar, 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 dar. Bye, Whoa, Flash. that was crazy. Uh, I did, okay, look, Jason wants to kill teenagers because he died as a teenager and never got to fuck anyone. In space, though, that becomes irrelevant. There aren't teenagers in space? No. There weren't in that movie. It was like all 20-somethings who had been through astronaut training and were living in space. Sometimes he likes to go 20-somethings. The point is, that movie was as far away from its franchise roots premise as Leprechaun. Even though, yes, arguably, Leprechaun has less of a... Cohesive premise. Cohesive premise to begin with. At all. The first one established very specific rules. And then they just completely abandoned it. But they didn't get into mythos or like where he came from or anything. Sure they did. He was a Leprechaun who had a pile of gold. Yeah. And How did he get to New York? Why did in he come that to New crate? York? It came. He came in the crate Why? with that the jewels. Why? Because he's attached to the to, to that, that ruby. Yeah, he's attached to it. Like he's the guardian of it. It's a stupid franchise. <laughs> Remember when he gets on a pogo stick and he pogo sticks someone to Dude, death in the first got, movie? He does insane things in like. By the time you get up to number four, it's <laughs> well, because yeah, you opened with the pogo stick death. So he how smoked, do you top that? He takes a, He takes massive bong hits in part six. And it's like, oh, I haven't smoked a pipe in a while. Oh, this is some good shit. <laughs> like, says, this is some good shit, my brother. And, like, pounds the black. Such a racist movie. Warwick Davis still doing yep. it? Yep. Well, little, little Warwick right. Davis. Hey, All man. Right. All right, Warwick. Hey, man. He's got to do something. Speaking of Warwick Davis. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good segue, Sean. Warwick Davis, you may know him from the Star Wars films. From Willow. But what he's done recently... From that show with uh, Ricky Gervais. And the friend. only thing he's done recently... You're a fucking Segway killer. It, oh, yeah, that's where I was going. Is, uh, he's, part of Ricky, he's part of Ricky Gervais's like, um, uh, acting circle now, as it were. Right? He first was in Extras, um, where Ricky like fucking punted him in the head. 
And then he was on, he got his own show called Life's Too Short, which is not very good. And then he was on the third season of An Idiot Abroad, right? And I went, wow, it got me thinking. Consider every Ricky Gervais show. You have, you have every Ricky Gervais product, in fact. You go Office, Extras, something ghost, something that movie, Invention of Lying, uh, Life's Too Short, uh, Idiot Abroad. Extras. I said extras, right? Uh, the new one. Derek. It's not yeah. new. It's three seasons well, in. You know, and here's what I was saying. This current one. It is a law of diminishing returns. It is. Absolutely. Um, and I guess most... Well, I mean, I don't know about that. Like, I think what in, show is... What has he done that's better than Office? Is extras better than Office? Hold on. Watch this. Hold on. Just hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. Because it's not like... What, what has he done that's better? Like, extras is on par with Office. I didn't like Derek that much, but I thought that an Idiot Abroad, which I don't even know that Idiot you can compare incredible. it. You can't. Like, Idiot Abroad but is it's incredible. amazing. It's okay. incredible. Here is where this conversation came up, though. Ready? What am I... What's Derek supposed to be? I've watched every episode of Derek, and What do you mean, what is it supposed special. to be? Okay. We're left... It's not a comedy. It's not a comedy, and I'm 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 gonna be honest, semi offended. I mean, I don't know that it's supposed to. I think it was a bad. I don't I think, think it was a bad move. I don't think it's intended to be a comedy because he didn't want to offend Here's the anybody. Problem. I think he's playing that as real as he can play. Which is it. what's offensive. <laughs> I mean, he's not that good an actor. Like Sean Penn could hardly pull off. <laughs> you never go full retard, dude. It's the truth, though. Mm-hmm. What full retard performance has ever been good? Quirky and life goes on. Uh, can you consider Daniel Day-Lewis in My Left Foot retarded? I consider Daniel Day-Lewis retarded. But do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that character in My Left Foot? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, 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 Rain Man. See that considered Auti- retarded? No. Because he's autistic. Yeah. I don't know then. And, and like Ricky Gervais... Derek is supposed to be not autistic. Like... Mentally handicapped, right? High functioning autistic. Yeah. High function high functioning. But like I just don't we're never supposed to laugh at Derek. There's never a joke at Derek's expense no. the entire point of the show. No, absolutely. So all of the jokes are about the horrible people around Derek yeah. as as put through the lens of Derek's naive absolutely. and very happy eyes. Yeah. And that's why I think the show works. It's just I not, don't need it's that. Not, I mean, you know, I don't need it either. That's why I'm not really into the show. But I think that that is the premise and I think that is the intent. And I think when it does work, which is occasionally, there are good episodes of that show where you're like, oh, this was a good episode. But but ultimately, it's First not season. a show that I'm. It's not a topic that I think needs for me anyway. Needs that much exploring. See, it's I'm also not, depre- very maudlin and depressing. Yeah, but you know, I but I still don't think that that means law of diminishing returns for him. Because I, I think every I think most of the things that he's done or been a part of are are actually quite good, but also very very different. Do you think he's got another big one in him? Do you think this Brent movie will be... Obviously, right? Yeah, that'll be huge. That's it. And that'll be great. That's it. Like, Brent... I don't think he'll top Brent. I don't necessarily think he needs to or can. Isn't he doing something else, too? He's doing a bunch of stuff. He's but doing the, a movie also right now. That but Office. Now, something else. Oh. Um, I don't remember. Here's my question, right? It's, 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 the, it's that freshman curse thing, right? Right. And people go, oh, they never top their first thing. Sophomore slump. What? But when your first thing is The Office, mm-hmm. how, maybe it's okay to never top it. I don't think it's about topping it. That that's where I think that, like, as an artist, you can get real lost. And I think that that uh, Gervais has actually stayed smart because you. It's not about topping it. Like, like if you do something really successful, I don't in in creating art, something that connects with a lot of people. I don't think the goal is to to do it better the next time. Sure. I think the goal is to do something fresh that connects with people and that people respond to. And for the most part, he's done that. Like he did the podcast, like that connected with a bunch of people and well, people let's like think it. about it a different the, way abroad. You know what I mean? Are there any artists who get absolutely better every time they do something? There are people who get better at their, like, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson's a good example of somebody who started very talented, and every time he's done a movie, whether that 
the, the movie has been your favorite or not. He's gotten better he at being best pro- Anderson. He's progressed at getting... At, yeah, he's gotten better at being it, what he wants to be. Those movies have gotten way more Wes Anderson-y. But that's what he wants, and that's sure. what he's progressing And for. I love the last three. They've, they've also gotten more complex. I love the last three. Yeah, me too. Fantastic Mr. Fox, and, Moonrise, and, and I think, uh, Budapest. Um, I think uh, the train one... Darjeeling. Yeah, I think that that movie, even though I, 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 we've discussed like it's his weakest movie. I think that he used that movie to get better at visual connecting I mean, characters. Sure. A, a, on an emotional level. What about Tenenbaum? He did that in his first fucking movies. Uh, he, he, no, because he was still developing the, 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 the visual. You're right. They weren't real. Those, they weren't real. They, no, they were they caricatures. Were, yeah, and, and, and that's what worked for Tenenbaum. Yeah, oh, they had, 100%. They had superhero costumes. Hundred percent. They all, they all, they were dolls, paper dolls. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think he used Darjeeling to sort of figure out how to maintain his style and like work it out a little bit. Because now his movies are, I mean, the the most recent one was like, Bo and Moonrise were like so layered and rich. It wasn't just like paper dolls. Like they felt. Everyone felt a little more yes. real and had they, like more stakes and emotions. And in I that would say world. the same thing goes for um, the paper doll thing. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, goes for um, Life Aquatic as well. Yeah, because that submarine is the is the play form c- color form. Yeah, it's color forms. Is the color form uh-huh. set and the Indian guy and Owen Wilson uh-huh. and the Chinese whatever and, and this guy and that guy. And you can see that was him. Like he, what he did on 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 um, Royal on Tenenbaums, like Aquatic. It was him like being like, okay, let me like do bigger than that now how big can i get Let's like build an entire know. submarine mm-hmm. yeah. speaking of which by the way you we, i uh going back to netflix i watched snake eyes the other night which was great that opening set that opening okay tracking, you the opening, opening tracking it, it is the opening tracking right it's like through the whole casino and up the aisle in the it's in, like a, it's in like a the, 10 minute it's like a yeah. 10 minute solid track i love shot. that okay but it's there's also favorite. another incredible shot in that movie that you completely forgot which one when spoiler alert for a fucking oh, yeah, sneak guys Brian De Palma um, yeah Nick Cage Nick movie. Cage spoiler yeah. alert for a sixteen year old movie when Gary Sinise is trying to find um uh shitty lady from Watchmen what's her name yeah yeah I'll tell you what sweetheart yeah yeah when it rains it pours what does he do he goes what's to find her shot? in the hotel he goes to find her she hides in a hotel room with a fat guy she claims she's gonna fuck him she's mm-hmm. like I need to go to your room I need to go to your room oh yeah that's right so Gary Sinise gets off in the hallway and, and listens at the doorway and the shot starts from behind his back and cranes up over his head and then for about five minutes it's an overhead shot of all the different hotel rooms without a ceiling and all the people and what they're doing and some are laying in bed or some are fighting and one guy is like jerking That's off. Right. And it's it's just That's right. That's it's cool one shot. long crane shot with yeah. the camera pointed down on a set they built of a hotel with no ceilings. Yeah. It's a really cool shot. De Palma, like... What else has he done? Silence of the Lambs? No, that was... That's uh, Demi. That was Demi. What's De Palma done? De Palma did... Uh, I'm gonna ruin. This. I'm gonna ruin this right now. But uh, he he did so many great movies, and like he got a lot of shit in the later years um, because he did like uh, exploitative. A little. Yeah, a little. He got a little more exploitative. Like Esther Housey. Yeah, he did. What's it called with the? Uh, okay, Scarface, Carrie, uh, The Untouchables, Blowout, Just to Kill, Carlito's Way. Yeah, like Blowout is a meeting is amazing. <laughs> is Carlito's that, Way is great. Is Blowout, the one with John Travolta, but the hair cutter. No. Yes, actually, yes. Is it good? Yeah, it's yes, it's a good movie. It's well shot. Like, but then like his earlier, even some of his better, like his better stuff. I mean, he did the first Mission Impossible movie, which has also a lot of amazing shots uh, in it. Tom Cruise, I like that movie. Yeah. Um, I've been getting in way into uh, action. Body double is great. I've been like, getting way into action lately, dude. What else? Um, so check this. L- listen to what I watched last night, Sean. Ready? Get off of Brian De Palma. I'm listening. Uh, last night I was I was um looking through Netflix like I do every fucking day for eight hours for anything to watch and District B thirteen was great. on there and I was like, you know what? Great. I think this is the park the French parkour huh? movie, but I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh, watched it. Fantastic. Watched the fuck out of yep. it. Yep. Right? Amazing. I'm like, oh, what a bummer. It's over. I had such a good time. Oh, District B13 2 is on. Ultimatum. Let's do that. Watched it. Solid fucking movie. Wait, wait, wait. Luke Besson, dude's killing it. With um, those, like, action movie 
It's not Luke Besson. It is produced by Luke Besson. Oh, all, all of those flicks. It's the guy who shot Taken. It's the director of Taken. Yeah. Well, yeah, which is also a Luke Besson movie, Taken. Um, that dude is like killing it at like producing just like however, really smart action. Is I there tried, a third one? I tried. There's not a third one. There's an American remake, and I didn't know. Oh, really? Brick Mansions is a is a remake of District Thirteen. It star it's, it's it is Paul Walker's last movie, co starring the French guy from District Thirteen and RZA and the bad. bad shot for shot remake, line for line, really? almost line for line, like really bad. District B Thirteen was awesome. really bad because the cool part in District B Thirteen was the cop was also a parkour guy. Yeah, in this one, it's just fucking Paul Walker kicking people. Right, right. Rest in peace. Too soon. Too soon. Okay, so then I finished that, and I was like, I need another movie. It's like eleven. It's like eleven at night. I'm like, you know what? I want to. I want to watch one more movie. I'm liking movies. I see a movie called Outrage. Never heard of it. You wouldn't have. I'm like, what could that be? Oh, it's a Takeshi Kitano. Do you know who that is? Japanese Yakuza movie made in like 2009. It says like two rival families are at war. I'm like, you know what? I like Takeshi Kitano. I haven't watched a Japanese movie in a minute. Let's try it out. It's like two and a half hours of the most brutal, gory, insane gangster movie shit ever, right? Amazing. Oh, it's over. It's 1 a.m. There's seven sequels. There's one more. There's another sequel. <laughs> yeah. So last night, I watched two <laughs> movies. I, I went, movie? Oh, my God, there's a sequel. Movie? Oh, my God, there's a sequel. Yeah. Uh, today I'm on Nightwatch and now I'm on Daywatch. I've been doing sequels on They never on made Netflix. the third one though, no. right? No. I read an interview. He said Wanted was the third one. Go okay, fuck he yourself. He said visually what? that's what he would have done with the third one and that's where he was moving towards. So it's, it's to a like making story. a superhero movie basically? It's a different, yes. Um, I also read an article today that's, this was years ago, but they brought up a good point. They're like, let's see how his career in Hollywood goes and then maybe in 10 years he'll be back in Russia making that third one. So we, we still might get it. I mean, who even cares at this point? I don't. I honestly didn't care enough to watch the second one when I saw it was up. Like recently, I was like, "Oh, I, I don't really remember it. I'm I don't gonna rewatch it." And then I was and like, I, I, read, eh. "I read all three books." Yeah, me too. too. I love the books. Too? Yeah, I loved the books. That's what made me watch the movies. Was the books? Well, the, the I saw first Night movie, first. right? I saw Nightwatch, then I read all of the books. Notch Night Throser, dude, so fucking good. I don't know what happened. Did Berkham Berman Beckov? I, I gotta give Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter a shot. I wish that was on Netflix. Let's talk about movies we wish Netflix oh could my put up. God. But, but no, but seriously, movies that came out within the last five years that we haven't that seen we and want to watch seen and want to watch that Netflix totally should ten years ago or five years ago, Netflix totally would have had up. Like Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter is one of them. Like, why isn't that movie on Netflix? Why can't I like throw that movie on right now on Netflix? What else would you want to watch? I would want to watch. I'll tell you what else. I, I would like, like lazy Sunday watch, or or certainly like that fits into that same category okay. as uh, any movie by the guy who made Man of Steel, Zach's any Zack Snyder movie. What? Should, yeah, Go just like fuck yourself. Shitty movies. You'd watch Sucker Punch voluntarily. <laughs> well, maybe not Sucker Punch. You'd watch Three Hundred. I'd watch Three Hundred. Yeah. You'd watch Watchmen. Yeah, I'd watch Watchmen. You'd watch all 10 hours of I don't Watchmen? know that I would sit through all 10 hours of it, but I would certainly like be like, oh, sweet, there's nothing else to watch. At least Watchmen's on. O- over, like, zombie fucking girls and, like, oh. and, like, and, and like, like there, I saw Alligator Man. It's and- also great to discover <laughs> who's in directed DVD jail now because, like, I saw a movie last night. It was, um, fuck, Danny Trejo, Michael Madsen, and Daryl Hannah. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah. Like yeah, I would watch. I would watch three hundred and Watchmen. You just back watch any to movie back. that came out in theaters. Bef- yeah, over you'd over, watch all this over garbage. all of that garbage. Yeah, I really would. I mean, Sucker Punch offends me Ugh. a little bit, so I don't know that a I would. A little bit. I don't know that I would give that one the, but that goddamn movie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'd rather just watch movies that came out in theaters. Which The Neighbors was on Netflix. The Neighbors could be on. Netflix. I never saw it. F- uh, uh, Footloose, forty-one-year-old virgin, or forty going on whatever. Is there a the sequel to Forty-Year-Old Virgin? No, it was the sequel to the other movie that wasn't really a sequel. Oh fuck you! Whatever. It's a movie that was in theaters that sure. I would gladly watch. Go, going on forty. This is for, this is forty. Grown ups. <laughs> grown ups. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. I meant grown ups too. Why isn't grown ups two on there? 
you would watch it? Yeah. Why isn't the longest yard? Again, here's what I'm saying. If grownups, if my choices were grownups two or American Pie like university. Oh yeah, squad. I would be like, all right. I guess I'll give Grown Ups Two a shot. I know a guy in that American Pie University <laughs> Squad movie too. My friend Nick Nag. I don't know what he plays, but I just made the name out. University Squad up. No, but there's like one, there is one of them. I swear to God, like Varsity Douche. It's like American Pie Band Camp Reunion Summer. Band varsity camp reunion douche. Summer. Varsity Douche. Yeah. What is that? American Pie. American Pie Varsity Douche. It's about like the main characters, like this, like kind of douchebag varsity guy who has to like learn how to be a good person so he can get laid before the summer's over. National Lampoon's Nuts Out in Cancun. <laughs> it's like you know those movies you hear advertised on Stern sometimes <laughs> that are like Nuts Out in Cancun. It's like well, I gotta get laid in the next ten hours, and then this guy going like, "You'll never get laid, pussy." And then she's like, "Why isn't your dick hard?" And they're just the fucking yeah, dick movies. Yeah. Fuck movies. That's what literally all of the, the Netflix, if you go through Netflix comedy section yeah. right now, it's 90% those. And like Schindler's List. There's always a few. <laughs> what movie did I point out recently that was in comedy? Uh, I don't so my favorite thing about Bad Netflix movies. recently, and you know what? I'm even going to bring it up for the sake of this, is the descriptions, guys. Now, not when you click on a film, because then it's a full description of the plot, but yeah. the short byline on the main page. Yeah is the most wonderful thing in the world because who's ever writing them is an absolute fucking crazy person. A lot of props in this t- in today's episode of Bagged and Boarded. Big props to the guy writing the Netflix descriptions. Oh, maybe you don't get them on no, no, computer. No, no, I meant we're using a lot of props. Oh, okay. You do. Click on one. Oh, you one, just hover click over. On, yeah, hover, hover on one guy. Okay, I'm trying to find the one that made me the most happy. Oh, good. And it is for a film called Drop Zone. Yeah. And here's the description. Oh. <laughs> Oh no, it's only on the TV. What? It's not the same one. Fuck. Uh, Sky criminals. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. We're not near my TV right now. To so spoil the plot, but it's a joke. It's like, it's like a U.S. Marshal has to hunt down a group of criminals loose Listen, in the sky. Criminals loose in the sky. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. It would have yeah, been a better the, bit. These are the real ones, yeah. Lame. I mean, you want to move the show? No. Yeah, you know what, guys? We're going to scrap everything we've done. We're going to start over. Um, move to the other room. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. I don't want people to know. Okay. I don't know why I felt like I needed to tell you Why right did now. you tell me that right now? I thought I it was going to be something show related. No. And then Matt Cohen stopped the show so that he could whisper to me that he was planning on doing something completely unrelated to Bagged and Boarded in his personal time. And let's all I could do Netflix. was nod. Let's go through. Let's go through. <laughs> let's, let's say you want to watch Animal Voices. Here's what's recently added on Netflix, guys. Yeah, Get excited. Here we go. Buffalo Soldiers, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. Not familiar with the film. No. White boys with a Z. Iowa white boy Flip and his pals adopt the style of urban hip-hoppers, and the locals think they're plain crazy. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies, actually. Okay. Um, It's like uh, Crank. Uh, Crank is a good movie. Crank's good. Oh, Crank's on Netflix? Sweet. Add that to my list. You want me to add it to your list, too? I don't know how you would do that, but... Okay, here's another Netflix-related thing, Sean, and it freaked me out, and it's over now, and I'm not... I haven't done anything about it, but if it happens again, I'm going to change my password. Twice in the last <laughs> month, I've gone to sign in. <laughs> you know your profile? It says, do you want Matt, kids, or Pete? And then I look under Pete, Pete and Pete has, like, <laughs> recently watched movies. Who's Pete? I have no fucking idea. So I deleted the profile. And then, like, a month later, Pete was back. Who's Pete? I don't know who Pete is. Is your brother named Pete? No. And he also doesn't have my Netflix account or password. Maybe he does, and he's calling himself Pete to hide it from you. No one I he's know. Like he'll never suspect it if it's just Pete. No one I know has my Netflix. So I changed my password, and Pete went away. But, like, yeah, Pete, man. Someone was using... And created a profile for themselves and called themselves Pete. Well, because they knew well enough to not watch movies on your profile because then you'd be like, wait, I didn't watch, you know. So they were hoping I wouldn't recognize that someone named Pete was on my television? They were hoping that you wouldn't sign out of your account. Oh. In which case you never, 
like you don't get that pick a user thing unless you sign out of Netflix. And how often do you, you know, normally you don't sign out of it. I think it's I've been signed into Netflix on my TV for six I months. Out. I sign out all the time because my, I have a smart TV, so I have to sign out of Netflix to go on to like WWE or YouTube. I have like eight different apps on my TV. Oh, but then it makes you re-sign in every time. It's not, it auto-logs in. but That's what I mean. It auto-logs in. It doesn't bring you to oh, that screen. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it just a, brings you into your profile. Other, maybe if I've logged in on computers or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that was probably his plan, but sorry, Pete. The movie Nurse is on there. I hope he's a podcast listener. I hope he's a podcaster. What was the password? I hope he's Pete What Holmes. was the old po- password? I don't know. You don't remember? No. Why do you want to know? I just... I'm curious what it was because, like, how could someone figure out? Like, what was it? Like, one, two, three, four password? No, that someone just like, or was it like four twenty Matt rules? It was Matt Cohen's Netflix password. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I, you know, it's like, but if your password was like capital Z twenty eight, like lowercase Q, like I would be like, well, and someone like hacked your Netflix. It was nothing guessable. It wasn't. Then I don't get it. Or like, how do you figure, I, how do you get in then? Ghost in the machine. I man. understand someone knowing your email address. That's easy to, that's how like celebrities accounts get hacked is because like, it's like all their email or Ghost, their first and the, Nothing else I have has ever been hacked. Ghost in the machine, dude. I'm just going to pretend it never happened and move on with my a life. A real ghost? Yeah, Pete. Or a machine ghost? Pete the ghost. Oh, dude, what if you just like, what if some ghost came back and the only way that they could come back? Through what movies they watched? Yes, dude. They were using titles to spell out. Did you take the first letter of each title of the movies and spell out a message? And I bet you it would have been like, help me, Matt, I'm trapped. With like a bunch of A's. Oh, I I would have put a bunch of P's. That would be trapped. Yeah, no, it would be trap. Help me, I'm trap. I'm trap. Um, I did it. Critically acclaimed children's movies such as the Werner Herzog documentary Encounters at the End of the World. Yep. You know, for kids. You know, it's got a grasshopper for kids or a praying mantis. That's childlike. Yeah, man. They eat their prey. Yeah. yeah, Netflix is a real shit show, guys. I'm sorry to report. So, you gotta find something else to do with your life. And now, characters. Uh, I tried to watch. You told me about this, and I almost don't want to bring it up, because it's maudlin. I've used that word twice today. Yeah. What, it's what did maca- I tell you about? It's macabre. Oh, uh, the hooker documentary? I watched... No, I told you about that. I watched... No, I watched uh, that on my own. Five minutes of the Robin Williams show, The Crazy Ones. Yeah, it's really hard Until to he started talking, and I was like... Aww. It's hard to watch, because I miss him, and because it's just a fucking horrible show. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's David Kelly. It's not... It's not great. Is that what that is? Okay, that makes sense to me because someone on a recent other podcast mentioned writing for David Kelly. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. On how did this get made? Mm-hmm. They were talking about the crazy ones. Mm-hmm. And David Kelly writes all of the scripts on yellow legal paper <laughs> in longhand. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and then PFT went, he, that was a great run. That, I love that. That made me so happy. Pro- promoting He's other like, podcasts. Oh, sorry. Oh, it was great. Yeah, you guys. We if love you other podcasts. Do you want to really listen great to a podcast, quality podcast? Check out the uh, the two episodes of How Did These nah. Get Made? The two that I can recommend. I guess so. It's for not, sure. I'm not a big fan of that podcast. Otherwise, no. I but think, I can I recommend think it's, those. I think two it's jumped the shark. It has, but then jumped back onto the shark with a shark movie. But even what what were the two episodes they did? Lake Placid and what was the other one? Uh, shark movie with Sam Jackson. Okay, Deep Blue Sea. Right. It's not that one. Fuck. Maybe it, it was that one. I know, but but a lot of the time, and this is weird. I've never like critiqued, oddly enough, two Juneless shows. I've never critiqued another podcast on this podcast. On a podcast, <laughs> but like a lot of the time, the movies they're like, "How did this get made?" They're movies starring giant celebrities. Yes, I can tell you easily how they got made. I mean, look at this point the question of the title isn't really the premise no. of the show now it's just like let's talk about movies that are weird or crappy or well outdated. i think it's, it's also like like a lot of times the actors in the movie weren't attached before the movie got made so the question still is who read this script and was like yeah let's get big name actors and put them in this garbage like which is I think a better definition of how did this get made? Like, than here's like, a great example for how, for for Lake Placid. How did Lake Placid get made? David E. Kelly had three of the biggest TV shows on, in the fucking world and wrote a script. Yes, that's how the that question got made. is: is why in that process was no one like this movie doesn't really work? Why don't they do that it's with a, with crazy. most movies? Sure, 
But it's a valid question. And that's why the show is really about them poking at those holes. It's it's about them. The show is about them nitpicking. I'm starting, guys, I'm <laughs> like, announcing a new podcast yeah. called How Did How Did This Get Made? How Did This Get Made? No. How, how did, did How, how did, did This, this get, get Made? Yeah. Get Made. Yeah. How Did How Did This Get Made? Get Made. Yep. And it's a, it's a podcast where the entire time we we ponder the question, how did Paul Shearer first contact Scott Alkerman and Jeff Ulrich over at Earwolf? Uh-huh. And, and then get put together show, the team of Jason Manzoukas yeah. and his wife, it's, So it's like the history. It's like the Ken Burns history yeah. of the, how did the How genesis. did this get made, get made? Yeah. How did How did this get made, get made? You know what? With the other podcast Earwolf puts up, they might do that one. Yeah. Yeah, we should we should do that. We should pitch that. We should pitch. We're you heard it here first. Cut this whole part out, actually. <laughs> Edit this whole section out. I don't want anyone to I hear our great idea. I my other brilliant idea, but this one I just <laughs> went right out there. <laughs> yeah, good thing you stopped the show, which we will not edit out. We will keep that long pause in as you tell me the completely ridiculous secret idea you had, and then the actually is it ridiculous or is it a great idea? It's both. Okay, like good. all your ideas. Thank you. I'll take that, my guys. I think we might go out on a high. You guys, note. it's I'm supposed to be no, the kidding. daytime, but it's very dark in this room. I shut the lights off because it was hot when we entered. Now it's like really. We're dark. in my podcast room. <laughs> yeah, it's a special four by four room, completely surrounded. Three by three by one. How do you? I don't think so. It's got three walls. No, that's not the. Oh, four by four. You four meant by like the square footage. Four. Feet. Oh no, it's way bigger than that. It's a four by four room. We're surrounded by soundproof walls and ceiling tiles. And we have No no no, we're just in my office. That's not what I see. No, but we're just <laughs> You said you didn't want to do improv today. No, but No, but this is just my office. Yeah. A four by four room surrounded by insulated soundproof tiling. Oh, oh, on yeah. Every side. Yeah. And w- I mean, yes. And we're podcasting here. Yes. And also, we're uh, recording this live and sending it out on your video thing. And we're, that stopped a long time ago. We're in Oh, <laughs> I mean, yes. And we're recording it. This is our new. This is our new bit. <laughs> so it's our new bit. World's worst improvers. <laughs> no, that bit will be on Wednesday when I fucking go to UCB again. Womp womp. Yeah. Comedy stylings of womp womp of womp womp. Our new character. <laughs> hey everybody, it's me, womp womp. Oh, you want to hear a joke? Uh, how many Jews can you fit in a Mercedes? How, how many womp womp? No, uh, four. Why? There's, it's a four-seat car. Womp, womp. Womp, Tune in next week here on Smodcast Network to the Womp, Womp podcast. See, Wompcast. <laughs> All of your characters are getting their own spinoff shows. It's yeah. very exciting. Like some other networks. Yeah. Uh, you've decided to really branch out. Everyone's getting a spinoff show. Yeah, like NPR. Yeah, like NPR. Terry Gross has had her own show for years, man. And, and then Serial is that other lady who's got a deviated septum. Did you hear that there... Speaking of podcasts, did you hear that there's another Adnan podcast coming out? Yeah, done by... Adnan. No, by... <laughs> that like, defense That fund. defense lady person. But it's basically the Adnan cast. Yeah, he's smart. He can make some money while he's in jail. And do what with it? Till he gets out. Buy cigarettes and moon pies. Yeah. Moon pies are good. Have I you had one recently. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. Really I haven't. Good. I've well, had choco pies. No, nah, not the same. That's the Japanese version. Why did you? Sh- <laughs> Great. Oh, the Japanese version. Oh well. Excuse me, all the fuck. <laughs> oh, guys, the look he gave me. It was a mixture of disdain Only and apathy. Only lasted for one second. Yeah. And <laughs> if was- I could write it out, it was this. Oh, fuck you <laughs> and your Japanese versions of things. Yep. You pretentious <laughs> fuck. That was basically the exact look. 
Yeah. He said, oh, they were Japanese moon pies, and I he felt just, all of those like, things. His face just instantly, it was great, guys. <laughs> it was not even a voluntary reaction, I have to say. It was it, completely it, it natural. It, yeah. It was just like, oh, whatever, you're Japanese moon pies. That can't be the same at all. That would be like if I said I had a Twinkie, and you were like, oh, I recently had a, uh, a store brand version of a Twinkie. A yellow... Yeah, they're different. A yellow cream-filled sandwich. They're different. Yeah, they're different and worse. Uh, mine are better. Nope. You want to know what I found out about mine? You just mine? think they're better because they're from Japan. You, you want to know, know, know what I found out about mine? They have heroin in them. They're made by a company called Lot, which is like the biggest like chocolate and candy company in Japan. And mm-hmm. um, Japanese things... Uh, uh, and they're also huge in South Korea. In fact, the company is Japanese, but it was South Korean in origin. However, this is really interesting. Yeah. Um, they are so popular and Japanese things are, are looked at as such like a luxury in the country of North Korea that there was a giant, uh, industrial complex factory that had like a hundred thousand people working and living in it in North Korea. And the way they would compensate them was they would give them five choco pies a day because they could sell them for like $10 on the outside. So these people were supplementing their entire incomes in North Korea with chocolate fucking moon pies. That doesn't make them better than real ones. I was That wasn't evidence towards their supremacy. What I was, was just that? giving an interesting anecdote. Oh, I thought you were saying that's one of the reasons why you like them better is because they also have an interesting anecdote. No, I like them better because they're Japanese. <laughs> Shona, have a week. <laughs> Sorry, I just died. In my arms tonight. It must have been. I just died again. Said. I mean, I was already undead. Remember? Uh, that's right. You. Were oh, great. That's the new. Canon. Yes, and that's the new canon of this fucking show. I'm. That you're I'm un- dead that now. You're undead. I'm undead. No. Listen. Oh, I never said how I died. Uh, tell me. Looking up at the sky. Oh, right. That's right. And? Waiting for Illuminati clues. Go on. Just walking through the streets. Yes. Never taking my eyes off the sky. And? Got hit by like seven cars. Because I wasn't looking at anything but the sky. In a row? Bounced back and forth. I was on the freeway. Like that one mini game in the Saints Row games where you have to like get hit by cars and bounce back and forth to yes. collect money. You just like would like whoop, 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 boom, whoop, 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 boom. Yes. Like or like people have actually died in real life horribly. If you want to bring it back down to reality, Sean. Wow. Yeah. You just daredeviled this whole conversation by making it awesome and gritty. Yeah. That's my new thing. Daredeviling (laughs) something. Yeah. Hey, you daredeviled it. And when they're like, what does that mean? Does that mean I was risky? I'm going to be like, no, it means you were awesome and gritty. (laughs) (laughs) And real world. I want to start telling, I want to start complimenting people. I want to go, hey, man, you're pretty real world. Yeah. Yo, you're grounded. No, but not like the bad kind. That's a compliment. Yo, man, you know what? You're you're grounded, like in a really rea- real reality. Hey, stay real world. Stay real world, G. Yeah, stay real. Stay- That's what that means. Stay real. Like in other words, don't wander off into fiction, guys. Stay real. Be real. I'll never eat a pig because a pig is a cop, or better yet, a Terminator. Hey, if he doesn't like cops, why doesn't he want to eat them? Who? I'll be real. I'll never eat a pig. I mean, not be real. Um, uh, uh, um, fuck. What's his name? Be real with Cypress Hill. It's um, it's Everclear. Yeah, Everlast. If, if what is the line? I'll never eat a pig because mm-hmm. a pig is a cop, mm-hmm. or better yet, a Terminator. But just remove that part. It's I'll never eat a pig because mm-hmm. a pig is a cop. Right. Explain that. He doesn't eat pigs because he doesn't like cops. Why? Why doesn't he like cops? No. What does him having what does him eating pigs have anything to do with liking cops? A. Because and they call cops pigs. Understand. And it reminds him when he looks at pork products, it reminds him of all of the oppression that okay. the police and the white man has put on so him. So check this. Why wouldn't he want to eat it? Because He's not a crazy cannibal person. It Doesn't turns make any him sense. off. No, it upsets his stomach. It's like, I don't want to eat Hitler. If there was a food that was called Hitler, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know that I, I wouldn't be like, yeah, give me some of that so I can eat of it. Of course you would. No, I don't like- of course you would. You're violent in nature. We all are. Uh-oh. We're human beings. Matt's sharpening a knife. We're human beings. This is my last episode of Bagged and Boarded. We're human beings. Uh... 
I'll never eat a pig because a pig is a cup or better yet a Terminator. It doesn't make sense, guys. And that's why ultimately they were doomed to fail. You know what you, last week you kept promising that we were going to talk about kids work at the end of the episode and then we never talked about it. I know because we have a big commercial this week. Do we? Sent in from the owner, and the, the manager and the owner of kid works. Really? Yeah. The you man- heard from him? The manager talks and then the owner has a message. Whoa. And we're going to play that for you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's been a fun week. I'm glad to be podcasting again. I don't know when this is going to go up. We'll fight. We'll see. I guess. Sean's not going to be on every episode. The current year is... Tw- <laughs> In case you were wondering, don't worry. Like I'll switch it up. The sometimes. current year is 2025 when this podcast is finally released. Uh, and on that note, uh, thank you for joining us. And without further ado, we'd like to thank our first corporate sponsor, KidWorks, for taking the time to uh, help us out, paying the bills, as it were, keeping the lights on, keeping this podcast free for you every week here at Smodcast.com. Uh, um, and uh, without further ado, here's a message from the fine folks at KidWorks. Do you have too many kids? Do you have one kid that's maybe around too much? Do your kids need something to do? The answer to all of those questions is yes. All children need something to do. So bring them to us here at KidWorks. Currently, we accept any naughty little boys that you might have, specifically Naughty, specifically, little, specifically, naughty little boys. Naughty, bad, filthy, whatever you got. If you got a dirty boy, bring him to us. If you got a filthy boy, a bad boy, little boy, bring him in to here. Kid works. And now, we would like to bring you some very important announcements. Number one, we have gone through all of the dirty little girl applications that have been sent in for phase two of the KidWorks project. And we are proud to announce we have found some of the dirtiest little girls. And we will put them to work here in KidWorks. And we will, well, you know what? I'm not the guy to tell you about this. I'm going to bring you right now, ladies and gentlemen, the founder of KidWorks. Guten Tag, my name is Johann von Kinderwerks, and uh, we are currently accepting all of your bad little boys, but uh, right now we only take the boys, however, we work on the insurance policy for naughty little frows. See you soon, un cabaret, oh cabaret, du cabaret. I'm Matt Cohen. Shanti Pasquale. Bagged and boarded, it's been real, what? Bagged and boarded. Matt and Jesse watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies. Bagged and boarded, it's a way of your life. Tell your friends, tell your moms, tell your hoe, tell your wife. Coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pot for your sexy faces. Who's the two free kids you want to bone? In the secret podcast bunker all alone. On the internet, we be the top crooks. We got issues and we owe me funny books. Homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling. Me and JR, we got the top villain. Sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat. Get ready for the top podcast, you all agree. Others spit loud, but I can spit faster. I'm Matt Cohen, I'm the Geek Master. Got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of us in the Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. We just talking shit. Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking bad Jimmy Moore. You're listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Had each other's boats on the green, on nothing. Quick stop and I told the storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and matters out in orbit. We're not quite right, our thoughts are distorted So now we present to you another bag of boarded This is bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, bagged and boarded Bagged and boarded, yeah! This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio Sir, only at Smodcast.com